Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Fans make a difference. That's why if two football teams are considered equal in skill, the home team is usually predicted to win. Typically, it's a three-point advantage when it comes to American football. During my Create a Vibrant Safety Culture keynote, I show slides of fans from around the world in crazy outfits cheering on their team. Many of the fans' costumes are comical and outrageous. Some of them are just just so crazy. It's hard to believe how much time and effort people will put into their costumes as fans for a sporting event. Many of the fans that are there are male, female, children from Brazil, Costa Rica, England, everywhere. The point I make by showing these slides is that humans, no matter where we are, get quite emotional when rooting for their, quote, team. It doesn't have to be a sports team either. Any form of competition where it's an us versus them situation, one tribe against another in a competition type thing, tends to get people riled up about the contest. The same thing goes for individual challenges because humans have a long developed desire to be victorious. It's part of our survival skill actually. You can use this common drive not only to get your employees more involved with a safety meeting, training class or safety and health campaign, but you can also use it to add some fun to your job as a safety and health professional. I know creating and hosting competitions has added many uplifting sparks to my career. As a full-time safety professional, as a safety consultant, trainer, and speaker. So here are some tips on ways to create stimulating safety and health competitions. Choose a pop culture or local theme if you can. You'll get more marketing miles if you can tie your competition to something everyone already recognizes. One of my favorite safety competitions that I worked with a chemical company in Pennsylvania to create that went on for a few weeks was a safety Olympics. And we did it just when the summer safety olympics were starting the actual ones were starting it was a great success we had so much fun doing that too another company in indianapolis which i gave a talk at one of their conventions i didn't work with them on this project they had an indianapolis 500 safety race campaign the theme was indianapolis 500 which was right there right near where the company's headquarters was Uh, Employees got a race car with their name on it, which was used to publish their position in the race. And the race was based on, just like the Safety Olympics, some positive safety behaviors and things that you did that, you know, improved your safety performance. It wasn't, none of these were based on, I don't recommend that, that you based them on not getting injured. I've performed many safety and health songs over my career. Some of them have been original songs and music. Uh, 
They're never as popular as the ones that are based on a parody. Because once somebody recognizes a song, or in competition, the same thing, recognize the theme, it, they're already bought into it to some degree. The song I've gotten the best responses from have definitely been parodies, but one in particular really tickles me. I had a competition with my subscribers to Safety Stuff, my safety easing, for a parody song based on a Christmas song that was already well known. And the one that won, the person who sent me in the lyrics, it was Grandmom Got Run Over by a Forklift. The original song was Grandmom Got Run Over by a Reindeer, in case you haven't heard it, and you probably have. And it was a big hit. It was based on the fact that she worked too much overtime and even talked about root cause and all different things like that. And it was so much well-received because of the fact that people already knew this original song. So if you can, do your competitions based on something that people already know. Another thing you can do to ensure success in your competitions is to get the ideas from your employees as much as possible. No doubt you can come up with ideas, and when people hire me to consult for them, I can come up with plenty of ideas, but I know that if I go out and survey or have a contest about the contest, you know, what should we name it, what should the theme be, that it gets better acceptance. And people like it when they realize that it's employees, it's a group that's putting it together, not just you as the safety and health professional or the management team. And keep it simple. No doubt a competition will add to your workload, but it's well worth it if it's successful. And one way to make it successful is to make the scoring or the way you figure out who's ahead in, in the competition simple as possible. There was a company that I gave, another company I gave a talk to, it was a defense, a large defense contractor, and they had a pretty extensive competition that was among departments in one of their divisions, and each person in the department would have a card where they would keep score about different things that they were doing, such as changing their fire extinguisher, doing some safety fun stuff with their kids, uh, exercising, all different things. And you would think on bl first blush by looking at it, that it would be so complicated, so much work, but it wasn't. And here's why. They got each department to have a representative who collected the cards. So let's say there was 25 people in the department. They would collect 25 cards, and that person would tally up the cards, like a gross tally of it. And then they would send that to the safety committee who was you know, overall running the competition. And so the folks I talked to on their safety committee said it was a little bit of work, of course, but it wasn't that big of a deal because they had gotten various people to do it. And it really was rather simple, the scoring. Don't run it for too long either. I have found that a few weeks, actually, for a competition, three, four weeks, a month and a half or something even, is fine. Longer can be okay if you break it up into sections or if it's based on a project. When I was working in the nuclear power industry during outages, I would run contests and I'd work with other safety professionals and even with some of the contractors. And back then, 
this was back in the early 80s, um, the outages could last three, four months. So it was a while, but we still based the whole competition on just the outage. And that was fine. And then when it's done, you do something different or you know, wait for a while before you do another competition. And be sure to advertise a lot, too. you got to keep it in front of people. And you got to let them know when it starts, when it finishes. The, the Safety Olympics that I mentioned earlier was such a success at the chemical company in Pennsylvania, partially because we publicized it like crazy on the bulletin boards, uh, meetings, whenever they had staff meetings, we'd update everybody on how each team was doing. Once the competition was over uh, for the Safety Olympics, we had an all-hands meeting to present the winning teams with their medals and a monetary prize. Actually, everyone won, including the uh, Environmental Health and Safety Department. Even though there's only three teams that got medals, you know, they had gold medal, silver medal, and bronze medal. It was a, a winning deal for everyone because it boosted their safety and health awareness and dedication throughout the site. Plus, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to really pursue this topic with you as a fellow safety and health professional. It's fun. Making our job fun helps keep us excited about it and has us as safety and health professionals be more than people who just say, do this, don't do that, but someone who really inspires people to live safe, happy, and healthy lives.